The Watch is the latest and the greatest in pop culture from best friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Join them as they discuss TV, movies, music, and much more. Check out The Watch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Did you read like whatever article... Yeah, and it was like Us Weekly first. Got a lot of followers, so you're welcome. Well, I did too. Like almost 10,000. That's insane that you got 10,000 followers. Remember when I hit 70? I was like, oh, I hit 70, whatever. I had like 78 something Mm. when I left. The best part is like the amount of times your name is going to be brought up before you're on the show. That's what Serena was saying. She was like, you're literally going to get more screen time before you (laughs) step foot on the sand. Literally, people are like coming for my whole existence and you're like stressing about Instagram. party. I'm Juliette Littman. This is definitely a historic episode in the history of Bachelor Nation. I'm so excited to discuss it. And to do so, I'm joined by Jared Freed. Hi, Jared. Hello, Juliet. It is such a pleasure to be here with you on such a uh, historic occasion. I think we'll, we'll be talking about this episode for a long time, I think. Oh, absolutely. For so many reasons. I mean, obviously, like, we'll come back to Kendall. Who the F cares? We just got to get into this Brendan stuff. I mean, it's so wild. I even went so far as to write down several of his quotes because I was so appalled at the things he was saying. And I usually play it fast and loose with quoting, but we just couldn't do that this time. Have to, like, be truthful <laughs> to his word, which is not what he did with Natasha. I mean, I'm blown away. I, I just can't believe this. Where did you stand on Brendan before this episode? So I kind of thought of Brendan as a quiet Boston, good looking idiot. And (laughs) that kind of stays true to form, but 
it is there like I you've been on my podcast. I, I do a lot of dating talk. Yes, that's I why I'm glad you're dating. here. This is such a juicy a metaphor for what people are going through in the dating world now, the internet dating culture, the 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 culture of um hold on to one until I get another. You know, like it, it the it, it was so unbelievably relatable that I was like, this is Shakespeare, actually. This is, you know, <laughs> Sereno. You know, like I actually I thought about it in terms of like, you know, the ringer. Okay. Sure. And you know, you know those like probability maps during like basketball football games like win probability yes i was like the like the chances of natasha being right went from like 50 percent to like 100 percent at the last possible second like it was like because in the beginning i was like i can understand how brendan kind of was just casual and Maybe him and in Piper had, you know, kind of been together a couple times, but not on dates. Like right. that's kind of how it started. Right. And I was like, I understand. Like I'm, I, you know, as a guy, I'm like, oh, here come the ladies with their hypocrisy. And then I'm like, <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, and that's my, you know, preconceived sure. idiocy myself. Sure. Yeah. And listen, this happens. Not to say it doesn't happen, but um, Natasha it ha- even it happens. But you're not all then usually in a secluded environment on a yeah. beach in Mexico <laughs> with no phones, with you know, no ability to like leave. Like this is this is the extreme nightmare. I I have like so with much audio. To say. Yeah, the audio just, like him scrambling the audio and sorry to interrupt. Like even at the end, Natasha's dressed as Dick Tracy. She became. <laughs> she has the Dick Tracy hat on. She's literally uncovering. I, I, and I want to know who you think is most at fault, but go ahead. I'm, I want to hear what you have to say. I'm sorry to keep No, going. I mean, there's, it's just so much to parse. You guys can't see, but I'm like doing the ultimate face palm right now. Cause I just feel so bad for Natasha. And I feel so angry at Brendan, who I used to really like. I think Piper is an accessory to a crime, but I think that. Oh my Bre- God. We are, we're, we're, we're going to have to talk about this. Oh, wow. I, I, I think, think I think Piper's the in again. I just said I have preconceived idiocy. You know, I don't mean as the guy. I, I, I just think Brendan's an idiot. Like he said so many stupid things. What the that f- Pipe Jared, come on. Piper, He's so much more ha- than an idiot. But way at the end, Piper and him are talking and Piper's like she knew the plan the whole time. I thought she was yeah. Kaiser Sose. Like I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, like, like because I don't the human element of like, I just, you just don't see it often where a woman's like, yeah, we're not together. You go, who would come on here with the, with the strings attached? And then she's like, but you waited for me the whole time. I don't know. I think there's like a poll to be had here. I don't know. Okay. But I I think it's interesting. Let's come back to Piper. I I just, we need to talk about fucking Brendan. I, I'm so upset. I feel heartbroken because I was such a Brendan fan. I was on the Brendan train. I was like, Brendan is playing this right. We can all tell that he's waiting for Piper. He, Seems like kind of into Natasha, but not really. Like he clearly like, doesn't mind spending that much time with her. But I, I didn't think it seemed like he was in love with her. It just seemed like he was like having a paradise fling with her. And I was like, that's fine because that's like sometimes that's just what happens. Not all relationships end up serious, like whatever. I didn't think he was doing anything that wrong. And also to, you know, that's to Natasha's credit. Like she's definitely one of the people on the beach that I'm like, 
that's who I'd want to hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's a, like she's definitely, like, she gives off cool vibes. She gets it. Like, even all the way to the end, she's, like, asking every question the audience would want her to ask. And that's why we understand she's a cool person. She's likable. So we can understand, like, hanging with Natasha. Totally. I, totally. And Natasha, I will we'll come back to her to totally break down her side of things. But I just want to say mm. Natasha maintained her composure in talking to Brendan in such spectacular fashion. I was blown away because if I were her in, her in her situation, I would like shut down and cry. And I am so impressed <laughs> at, at how much she was able to get out and to like lay out what happened. So we, the viewer, understand how much Brendan lied, which brings me back to she Brendan. She's a detective. She was a great detective. It was unbelievable. You're totally right. Totally agree with how it was. It was like she should be hired by the FBI. That was just <laughs> it was I, unbelievable because I was the real master stroke was the sit down with Piper and getting all the info from Piper and not in an accusatory way, but just sort of like fact finding, wanting to catch up, wanting to understand. They clearly had a relationship before the show. Like when Piper came in, they're like, good to see you. The 10 versus two. 10 versus two. She got him. Got him. Book him, Dano. He fucked up so hard when he admitted that she came to, that Piper came to Boston. Like that is like, okay, so she traveled to see you. That was, but that was the big, that was the big, like lock him up. Um, But that, (laughs) that's why I kind of like, see, Brendan said such hateable things. Okay. And such stupid things. Yeah, please. I I need to interrupt you. I just need to say that the worst fucking thing that Brendan did, in my opinion. I mean, lying is really bad, but the thing that makes me hate him is his insinuation, like that he said laughing when when Natasha was out of the frame that no one else was interested in her and she wouldn't have had any connections if it weren't for him keeping her there. And I will never forgive Brendan for that. It was so fucked up. Like, Brendan, go F yourself. That is cruel and callous and like, Get all like yes, you're extremely hot, but like it's not just you, Brendan. Like fuck you. I that made me so mad, Jared. I can't even tell you. It was the most hateable thing I've really ever seen on this show. Like yeah, outside it, of it, like it, yeah, yeah, outside of like I mean, abject I mean, racism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was outside of you know the things that we yes. wanna, like yeah, you know, but like go crazy about. But I'm saying like, as, 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 dating wise, relationship yeah. wise, yeah. Yes. for you to say. Well, there was no one else here. Like, who are you to choose? Who are you to, what are you, you know, what are you, the watcher in the Marvel, you know, show? That's such a deep, I, (laughs) like, who are you to (laughs) to decide who has interest in who? It was so crazy to me, but that was kind of why I thought Piper was the puppet master because it felt like Brendan was trying to convince us that he's not a bad guy. Don't blame Piper for Brendan being a dick. Like, come on, man. This is ridiculous. No, Brent, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to blame her. I'm more trying to say, like, why would someone say something so inhuman? Like, it did. He's an it, asshole. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm trying to look for. I guess you're right. I, I don't know. Like, the way he said it, the way it came about, I was like, it, it sounded like the like to me, he was the the heavy. He's the face of the operation. Like, I don't know when they were discussing the Instagram stuff. And when she was talking about us weekly and talking about, you're going to get more screen time before you got here than after you got here. Like that was stuff that I was like, 
oh, this was really plotted. Yeah, really plotted. Like it. Like, that, so that that had shocked me. I had heard about this before the season. I'm going to be honest. I had heard okay. that there was some Natasha Piper Brendan drama brewing. I okay. didn't want the details because it makes it very hard to watch and recap the show in good faith. But I sure. had heard that this was going to be bad for Brendan. This is so much worse for Brendan than I possibly could have imagined. I really thought ba- Brendan could be the bachelor at some point if this didn't work out, but like absolutely not now. There is no way. Not Him saying that, no, absolutely not. It's just like absolutely not. Plus, if you're production, like Piper and Brendan like kind of fuck things up. I mean, it's great drama and there's like a lot of storylines, so it's fine. But, you know, Piper was like, the conversation she had with Brendan at dinner on that like weird day where I don't even think they put food on the table this time. They were just like, fuck it. It's, it's fine. Just, just a lot of cups and goblets. No big deal. Yeah. Just chalk in the rain. She was like coming to bat. He was saying like, you know, coming to paradise with a girlfriend. And then he's kind of like fumbling for words and she finishes his sentence. She's like, not a good look. And that is so like beside the point. It's also like it breaks the mechanics of the show. Like if you are dating someone and you're just like waiting for them to show up, it breaks the mechanics of, of the show. But, you know, he just turned into psychopath mode. He it, at one point, Jared, he says when Piper first comes in, he says to Natasha, obviously didn't know this was going to happen. It's a coincidence, I suppose. There was a brief paraphrase, but he said all of those words. Okay. He said, I suppose, a few times. So next time Brendan's lying, watch out for him to say, I suppose. That's his tell. <laughs> to his future wife. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> he also just sort of like turned into a character from The Departed. I just feel like his accent changed and he turned into like weird Boston guy who's like got got. It was so weird. Um, he, he turned also was like, into and, Boston. He turned. That's why I... Listen, he's obviously despicable in this whole thing, but like the way it kind of happened that that we heat just, map that I'm talking. We need to say you're a Boston guy too. Just want to say you're a Boston, Boston guy Boston. too, so you can hate on Boston guys. I of course, and I've met this guy. That's why I'm calling him like a bumbling idiot. Like he's the muscle. He's not the. He's not going to be the talker. You met he's him? not the one plant. No, I've met him. I've met versions of him. Do you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I, I. Sorry, he's not the one doing. <laughs> He's not doing the planning in this. That's why I was like, I, and again, you, I I agree with you. I'm letting him off the hook even too much. But I just think when I saw that dinner, at the dinner, I thought, oh, he's he was casual with her. And then he's casual with Natasha. Then they get back from the dinner and I'm going, and he starts saying all that stuff about, about how you know, she wasn't going to connect with anyone anyways. You're like, what the, why are you saying stuff like that? And then he goes, sits in the day bed with Piper and they're like giggling about an us weekly. I just was like, she had to have been more in on this than I thought at that dinner. That was, it got more revealed to me over time. That's how I felt. Totally. I, I really want to dig into the ramifications of everyone on the beach talking about their Instagram followings and clout and like what that means going forward. But before well, we the, do that, the, Okay, before we yeah, because I, th- I have some thoughts on that too. Yeah, okay, it's it's a pretty big deal. This is this is kind of um, an interesting progression from how Katie's season ended with basically like the after the final rose acknowledging Reddit. Like this is interesting, but I just want to read a few more Brendan quotes first, please. He also was like, 
pretended he was from Philly for five minutes and was like, with respect to the process of getting to know Piper more, like he's not going to accept any <laughs> dates. And I'm just like, respect to the process. Like you like, is the process having sex? Like what is the process he's referring to? Like he's such an idiot. And uh, then at one point, he also was like, you know, I told you in like this very verbose explanation he gives that like he wasn't into her, but like wanted to give her a rose to give her the give her a chance to find love. And Natasha says to him that he didn't actually say that. And he's like, you're right. I did not And it's like, what the fuck? You just admitted that you're lying right now. And he even then about the two times versus 10 times thing, he said, I don't recall saying twice, like, you know, taking a page from the Clinton affair. So I'm just like, <laughs> this dude is such a dick and a lying cheater. And he didn't cheat though, because that's to your point, him and Piper were obviously in on this together. They're like great con people, con men and women, but like he just, he screwed. He Bonnie lied. To, and they're Bonnie and Clyde. He lied like, to Natasha so much. And as a woman, I feel for mm. her so hard. This is like the worst night, like several terrible scenarios coming together, being friend zoned and like kind of being confused about it, being lied to over and over again. And then the guy saying that you have selective hearing, having a play out on national television, being friends with and having to confront the other woman. Like there's just so many aspects of this that suck for Natasha. And I just feel yeah. for her so, so, so hard. And uh, I don't know. It just like, really blows. There's, there's very few, in my opinion, with dating stuff. There's always something that you can say to the person. Like, like when we give dating advice in the podcast, when I talk about dating, it's like, listen, I can only speak to the person asking for the advice. Right. You know, like, and, and sometimes that takes like throwing a dickhead to the wind to be like, I can't deal with them right now, but I can tell you seven things that I would have seen or that to look out for the next time or to trust in yourself a little more. To me, there's nothing Natasha could have done because no. these people were lying. straight up, they were straight up lying. And, and, and I don't think that happens as much as people want to believe is that someone's like a hundred percent lying to you. I think in a lot of dating scenarios, a lot of people think, they're, they're doing confused. the right thing. They're confused. They're trying to get the best thing for themselves. In this, I don't see that. This is two people, and I don't know what the split is between Brendan and Piper, but they're both in on it. Yeah. Um, but this is two people who totally took you to go and rob some Instagram followers. Like, you know, like, didn't that feel like that? Like, it was like, yeah. And it was about, it was for the grossest thing. It wasn't even for their love. Everyone's like, why would they come? Why would they come? Yeah, because they want to be like, they were like, they were talking about like, uh, like talking about their relationship in the papers. And they're like, well, we're not like necessarily looking to have like our relationship be a blog. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, what? that's even in your thought process. Also, they, they just didn't make any sense. Their plan didn't make any sense because at one point. I mean, Piper's talking to the camera as if it's like her friend and she's just being like really open and honest. I thought that was really weird. I kind of appreciated it because this episode also had so much funky editing. Like the timelines were super fucked up. Like it seemed, I think that Piper and Kendall came in on the same day because Kendall is wearing the same outfit. And so is Joe when Piper walks in. Um, this is stuff. I, this is stuff I never noticed. People notice this and I never, like this is stuff that I don't, I have no well, it's my blind spot with the show because I know people catch this all the time and I never catch this stuff. I don't think it's like a like a lie from the show. Like they edit the show in a way to create a narrative, right? Sure. But it, 
and it's fine. But I just like this show in particular is confusing because they'll they'll refer to like a week ago or two weeks ago. And it's like actually a few days because production yeah. is so short. But they try to do it like they try to get them to talk by episode, basically, or like by row ceremony. But I found this particularly confusing because it was just sort of like I think a lot matters based on like how, what Natasha found out and when and like when Brendan said different things or whatever. So I think yeah. that's like kind of more relevant than usual. And just in general, I felt like there was a lot of funky editing probably because a lot of crazy shit was said. Cause like the, the way they would kept changing camera angles in the dinner scene between, uh, I'm talking like this is actual theater in the dinner scene between <laughs> Piper and Brendan. Um, this was Shakespeare. <laughs> Serano. This was so, there was something it's, here. It's Serano de Bergerac, just so you know. Sorry. Um, and I, I said it with a dude, I, I'm one of those idiots from Boston. I still am one of those idiots. So, so. <laughs> I told you I I know guys like Brendan. I'm not gonna know Serano, Serano de Bergerano. De Bergeron. Tom de Bergeron. I went to, I was saying <laughs> Tom de Bergeron, the, the deposed host of Dancing with the Stars. Anyway. That scene had a lot of weird editing where they were like changing camera angles. And like, there was one point when Piper, right before Piper says like, you're really downplaying what we had. Brendan like moves in to like get closer to her. Cause she's upset. That whole scene was crazy, but you could just tell there was like weird editing going on there based on like his positioning. And like when they showed her face talking when they didn't, but that conversation was crazy also because it wasn't that long and we didn't hear Piper talk that much. And like Brendan said a lot of words, but I don't know how they got from her being like, you downplayed our relationship to her at the end being like, I'm fine. I'm good. We're good. Let's keep going. Like, what did we miss? What did he say to make it better? Well, that was the, the confuse. I'm totally with you. It was confusing because it, it seemed to get like tied with a bow at the end of that date. And it, it felt like they were agreeing on talking points by the yeah. end. Yeah. Cause she goes, okay, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was like, and I was like, oh, she's going for this. Like, and then I, I, again, I keep thinking of like my, my, my emotional, like who I was like kind of believing as this went on and on. And like at that date point, I'm going, I guess I believe Brendan that it wasn't that crazy that, that they had just hooked up. And then you get to the end of that and you go, wait, did they both, are they in on this? And then I don't know that day bed scene. I mean, was just wild. Like wild, wild. We'll get into it, but I just want to note one thing that I think is really interesting in this season of paradise, which is, I feel like people, it reminds me of camp more than ever where like mm -hmm. the bases really matter. Like, like what extent you hooked up really, <laughs> really matters. Yeah. I, 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 cause and I so, thought about that. I was like, I mean, I don't want to be crass, but I was like, did they bang? Right, and, well, and that was it. Or did they go on dates? And right. then like, you know, like I, or and, did and they hang out in a group setting? And depending on who you are, one or the other matters more. It's not like everything, yes. not like everyone matters more. Like some people, like sex is not that meaningful for them, but like a deep connection on a date, like means a lot more. And then of course there's vice versa. But like, it's interesting seeing this play out because they don't usually talk about it this way. But even Demi, we see in the scene for next week, she was like, so you had sex with me? And like, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of euphemisms of further, you know, like talking to and like what going to the boom, boom room. But it just reminds me like at my camp, people used to like come home from come home, come back to the bunk after rock time, which was makeout time in the woods and like okay. report what base they went to. And it was like second base over the shirt or like whatever. <laughs> and it just really <laughs> reminds me of that. That was well, like the bases, well, they're back, baby. 
That's well, it, it's funny because that's that's an actual issue in the dating world is this yeah. issue of definitions. We're all using the same words, but they're all defined differently to all of us. So it's like hooking up could mean right. kissing to sex. And then like ghosting right, can mean course. ghosting can mean we went on one date and he never called again to we had sex and they never called again. You know what I mean? Or, and, and, or we, you know, we had sex five times and he vanished or whatever. Like there's so many gradations. Totally. So many gradations. And then like, and then casual is the biggest things are, we're just hanging out. We're just casual is the biggest variation because to some people, casual means you have to, like we talk to each other, you make a date. To other people, casual is like, I, I text you at three in the morning and that's it. So we don't know where Brendan and right. Piper stand on that even to the end. That's why it was so confusing. Right. And then another thing that Brendan said that could be really hurtful to Piper, and I think also to Natasha, because it just sort of makes both of them question like how he values them, is he says to Natasha, like, you and I have had deeper conversations than she and I have. And it's like, is that because you don't want to have like an emotional connection with the person you're having sex with. Is that because you get to like that emotional level with a woman you're dating slower and it's easier for you to deal with a friend. Cause like there's less at, at stake. Like there's so many questions. It's just like, Brendan is so fucked up and he's just fucking things up. Or, or is that easier because you're business partners, you know, <laughs> I mean, legitimately they're, bu- I mean like they are accomplices. Yeah. So they, and, and, this happens in dating all the time when someone's going to be moving. Like if someone's like, I'm moving at the end of the summer, then there's, there's this like weird agreement of like, none of this matters until the end of the summer and we're not going to be together anyways. So if like Brendan and Piper are in this relationship that's kind of built on, you're going to paradise, I'm going to paradise. Well, obviously we're not going to be in a relationship, but let's hang out and kind of plot and, and have fun plotting what we're going to do when we get to paradise so that we get Instagram followers. Like that becomes the relationship and that's not very depthy. You know what I mean? Right. I think that they, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I was looking at their Instagrams this morning and, um, these so are they, I promise you <laughs> <laughs> this will have expired by the time the listener hears this podcast, but I will just say yeah. they both posted stories of like a rocky coast and they look different. Like on the surface, you're like that, whatever, this could be anywhere. But I was like, what are the chances that they both posted like a rocky coast from a different like vantage point on the same day? Like they're definitely like on vacation <laughs> together right now. So totally, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's rough, but they're the cheersing pi- like the, they're, they're cheersing champagne, like at the end of trading places yeah. on the beach. Yeah, it's just oh my! I also like just so it's so weird. Anyway, let's talk about the daybed conversation where they talk about their clout. Sure. So the last ten minutes of this episode are dedicated to clout chasing, and yes, and ev- literally everyone's talking about it. And something like really remarkable happens, which is Natasha asks Brendan directly, like, "Are you here for the television show?" Natasha in her sit down interview is like, "And you've watched it all play out here on ABC." Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It was great. It was and, great. And then we have the awesome uh, peanut gallery of Deandra, Marissa, and Riley talking about clout chasing. And 
And if they're just here for, you know, to be on TV as well. I love the three of them. And just like their their commentary was gold. And they're also just sort of like not emotionally invested in it. So they're just like, you know, sure. going with Deandra, it. Deandra's been great from minute one with all that stuff. Totally. And Marissa seems like a really fun hang. She seems like one of the most fun people on the beach. Although she's yeah. taken, a, taken a liking to Demi, which makes me question her judgment. But what can you do? <laughs> Demi has, has had her moments of likability, actually, for me this season. But she's... I, I like when she's vulnerable and actually talks about it, but same. Yeah. But it's, uh, it, that's far and few between. Sure. I, I think next week when we, or tomorrow, whatever it is, when we get to the boom, boom room stuff with Demi and Kenny, there's a lot to parse there. It's tough. I, Cause I feel for her, but it's also like, she's seems like she's using sex to like keep him it's, interested. And it's, it's sad. It's by her own creation a little bit. Like in, in the, in the same vein of like, you know, Natasha, like, is she, Natasha didn't create any of this. Demi seems to create some of her own drama. Yeah, she and and when she felt him slipping away, she whispered to him like, "Do you want to go to the boom boom room right now?" To like, and that was just really sad. But it was brutal. And 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 I, I it, for whatever reason, I don't know how fair this is, but anytime a guy like Kenny says no to sex, you're like, "Oh okay. man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, oh a forty year old guy with star tattoos on his oblique said no to you." Yeah, like, seriously. Ugh. You oh, know, it's, it's almost like, sadder. Yeah, or it's like someone you've already hooked up with, like texting them at like literally like the you up at twelve thirty, and they respond. Yeah. And they're like, "No." It's like it's just sort of like <laughs> it really, it really hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, and, and, and for whatever reason, like I know this to some people, this doesn't matter, but like it being a guy, and guys are like supposedly out there just looking for sex all the time. And you're the person he says no to like, but it's, it's just not fun. Guys like Kenny, who I assume have had a lot of sex and are a little bit older, I think have better judgment and like saying no sometimes like they've learned the lesson in a certain way. And also because having sex is not really an issue for him. He doesn't like, yeah, that's, that's the whole crux of his storyline. That's why Mari's not really, that's why Mari got kind of like thrown for a loop because Kenny is a professional, like, woodsman, coxman type. You know, like, he's been doing this for 20 <laughs> years, you know, so. Right. Like, at, at least. To any woman out knows. there, this should be. The, yeah. To any woman out there, the, the, the real takeaway is beware the 40-year-old with abs. Like, it is not going to work out well. <laughs> it's, so tr- it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Anyway, back to the clout chasing. So yeah, the clout chasing. Piper and Brendan, Piper and Brendan are lying on a daybed, and I think that it reminded me of the movie's heart, the movie Heartbreakers, which you probably haven't seen because no one's really seen this movie. But Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt and Gene Hackman and um, Jennifer Love familiar and, and never Jason saw Lee. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually really good. Sigourney Weaver sings um, the Beatles USSR song in a Russian accent. Anyway, <laughs> just love a rom com, Jared. What can I do? Um, anyway. They are lying on this daybed. And this is also like what really indicted Brendan to me because he's just like giggling. He's having fun. They're talking about their plan. And as you said, they referenced the Us Weekly article that was about them. That was like May 12th ish. I went back and looked that up recently. Piper references their conversation when she hit 70,000 followers and like how excited she was at the time. And now she's yeah. at 78. I checked. She's over. I bet by the time this airs, she'll be closer to 90. And also, the thing that I also found really interesting was that she says that she talked to Serena about how her name is on the show so much. And so it's like, everyone's actually talking about this. Everyone is talking about the, the impact of the show on their, on their following and like what it means for their deep, like their incomes and livelihoods going forward. That made me think like how much like did Serena know? Like Serena was there the whole time. Yeah. And the minute Piper gets there, she's like, the first person to run up to Piper is Serena. So like, so happy to see her. Yeah. So happy to see her. So that made me think I was like, you know, Serena hasn't been really the most likable person on this show since the start to me. Like she hasn't really, to me, she's been very young and immature and very like, she's, she very much feels like, like the woman who's just like, like you trying to date. And she's like, I'm just trying to have fun. Like I like I see, I, I've been called. We've been calling him Mopey Joe, just like Sad Joe. Like I see him going down kind of hard with her, and it was just like interesting. Like that whole yeah, but that was like I was like, where's Serena's fault in this? It's a good point because she she must have had some insight. Also, those women are all close: Abigail, Serena, Piper, Chelsea, who's coming. Serena C. Also, that's the other thing: Serena C. and Piper are roommates, and Serena C got the ax very early so she could mm. give Piper some insight into what was happening because like she did get her phone You mean back. Natasha? Sorry. No, it's Piper. Oh, Serena. Piper. Oh, like a uh, word like, from the inside. Yeah, like in between Serena C leaving and Piper coming. Oh. I actually don't know how the phone rules work. I don't know if Serena could talk to her, but I think I think that she could. I, I don't know for sure. But so Piper, it seemed like the women of Matt season are pretty close. And so there was a there. It seemed likely that Serena knew stuff. And that's a, a good point. Like she could have been more forthcoming about like what she knew between Piper and, and Brendan. Totally. And well, I, I yeah. So I was like, how good is she being to Natasha? But at the same time, like, do you think that desperation since Matt's season has been higher? What do you mean from the women? From everyone. Oh. Not the, just the women. This is I, I'm saying for fame this, or what? the fame, the clout chasing. Do you think that there's like a pandemic thing that works into this where all these people on the show are just like, I'm, 
you know, I think everyone's a little more desperate, not just bachelor contestants. Like, like I think like the, humans. yeah, the, the world is more desperate than it was two years ago. And <laughs> do you think that like, and again, the bachelor is always a metaphor for life, but like, do you think that there's like the cloud chasing is just more out there because there's just people are more okay with that type of desperation? So there's um, a big source of income that I, you can speak to that I think many people are missing out on, which is like touring businesses. And so for for reality people, a big yeah. part of it used to be paid appearances at bars, universities, sure, revolve vacations, things like that. I mean, you're back on the road as anyone who follows your Instagram knows, but like a lot, yes. <laughs> I, I don't think that like paid bar appearances for reality stars are like really back. So I, I, I do think there's like a income question here. Yeah, the, I would assume that that's the last thing to come back in the pandemic is the <laughs> Bachelor contestant. Like Jacksonville, at, at Florida <laughs> appearance yeah. or like showing up at, at like an local? FSU bar or whatever, or like, yeah. like going to Lake Havasu for spring break. Like I yeah. think that's, that's going to take a while to come back still. Yeah, Robbie isn't hanging out at a bar and, you know, the whatever, whoever his name is, he, he's going to go on a TV show instead. Well, uh, now now he's having a legal battle with um, Jeff Holm, but you probably didn't see. Oh, I've, I you didn't probably didn't watch that, that season. That's the one. It was a good one, though. I love Jeff with one F. Um, I don't know why he was like, it's because he was a hipster on The Bachelorette before hipsters had infiltrated the show. So it was sort of like interesting. He was wearing skinny jeans. He at the time I called it the David Beckham his haircut. It was a different. It was just a different era. A different time. Different. A simpler time. Um, <laughs> but I think what's really interesting with this cloud chasing stuff is, first of all, there's a few things. One, Brendan and Piper. Like, do they think that they were their mics were off? Like, they clearly knew they were on. Brendan like fucks with it. So like, why are they talking about Instagram and their followers and like their plan? Like, were they how drunk were they? Like, that's like. I got to assume they were drunk, right? Well, I, I have to, I, something was that when he started playing with it as, as like, I would he love to see twice. them. He, he did it two times. The first time he did that was the first time he insulted Natasha saying mm. that no one else is interested in her. Like, fuck you, Brendan. I will not forget that. Fuck you. That was awful. And, and, and he's playing with it. And I would, I was imagining them in the booth just being like, yeah, we got you still. Like, like, like the, the producers being like, yeah, yeah you think like, you, you're smarter than us. We can We're hear God here. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I, I think like you and I, before the summer, we did an episode of changes for the mm-hmm. bachelor and bachelorette. And mm-hmm. I got lots of good feedback. People really love that episode of this podcast, but this, in this moment on the day bed, I was like, they need a Jeff Probst. Yeah. This show needs to get changed. They need like this to turn into a little bit of Maury. We need people voted off the island a little bit. Yeah. Don't you think? I'm hoping next episode we get a confrontation of some kind because there needs to be some kind of like, I mean, it's not on Natasha to do it because she's confronted everyone. Like shout out to Natasha. She's done her job. Class and grace. Just absolutely amazing. But there needs to be some kind of like, what, do you guys think you're doing? And it seems like James has that bite where he, they say, he says like, you think you all like tricked us or something or whatever he says. Mm. I was so focused on Brendan's quotes. I didn't have space in my mind for James. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) there does need to be some kind of like adjudication, but this is, this came up with Katie season when she was basically like addressing Reddit at the, after the final rose that in like that really horrible, awkward, bizarre finale, which is like, one thing I liked about this episode and Mallory Rubin, my colleague made this point was like, 
the show does need to evolve to have a way to incorporate like Bachelor Nation into The Bachelor. And so that was like a really interesting twist about this episode in kind of like a meta sense. And like, it's awful that <laughs> Natasha is sort of the um, fulcrum for which this this like landmark episode happened. But it is like a really big deal for the show because it's it was successful. Like they successfully allowed Us Weekly to be mentioned and Instagram to be mentioned without actually hurting the product. Whereas I felt like with Katie's season, it was like a really bizarre niche conversation that she was like acting out. But this was like a lot more universally, I think, understandable to the audience, even if they're not following closely. We're we're all going through this. When do you become Instagram official? When do you post people? Uh, The connection of like people seeing things on your stories. Why aren't I on your stories? The, but I, I, it's interesting that I, wait, you mentioned Mallory uh, bringing up like it, like it needs to be brought in. They're not, this show isn't the one to do it. Like we need a new show because they're the bachelor is a cash cow. They don't change the show because they're afraid of losing money. They need like, they need a host more than they've ever needed a host. And it needs to be like, like a guy like Wells, who's done an adequate job of doing the things He's done, but they've only allowed him to do so much. Like Lance Bass isn't going to come on this show and go, so what's going on with your Instagram? He doesn't need that in his life. You need someone who wants to get into the weeds of these things and they need to create games around it. They need to create some sort of, we like, you need a tribal council is what you're saying. Like that's what you're asking for right now. There needs to be a tribal council on the show. And I'm new to bachelor in paradise. So like, I'm enjoying this. I thought this episode was fantastic. I told you, Shakespeare. Like, I, I, I actually, it was really good. Um, even the other stuff we're not talking about was pretty good too. But the, the idea that we all don't sit around and someone has the baton where they're allowed to speak and they go, I'm going to give it to, you know, I'm going to give it to Natasha. I'm going to give it to Brendan. I'm going to give it to Piper and ask them pointed questions because that's what we all want. That is, yeah. we need a Bachelor Nation rep. That happens on the challenge too, where like they have to confront each other like as a group. Yeah. And it is it is a really successful like narrative technique because you make mm-hmm. friends confront each other. And then like when the alliances break down and like also that would be a forum in which someone could be like, Serena, what did you know? Like Serena, why didn't you tell us or whatever? Yes. And the challenge has successfully incorporated the grudges that people hold season to season and like what happens outside of the show. And I, I do think that would be good for Bachelor and Paradise a little bit. But like the funny thing is Paradise... This, this also happened with the challenge in real world. Like paradise is becoming like a different beast and a way more fun show. And so totally. it's almost like, and the funny thing this week, I keep saying the funny thing. It's not funny, but I did notice <laughs> that the women of Ari season, like really, really gravitated to each other. Kendall, Becca and Tia were like hanging out. And I was like, Oh, right. Yeah. They were, they were three or four. The only one missing is Lauren. Like those were the, that was his top four. And, um, I love Tia by the way. She's like so funny. Uh, the China pot, all of her euphemisms for vagina, and then just saying labia, labia, labia was so funny. Um, <laughs> Tia was great. Tia was great. I can't, it was funny that Grocer Joe like knew her type. He was afraid. He was afraid of her. He's like, she's wild. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was definitely afraid. Um, yeah, he... But it's just like, this is so, it's so wild to see it play out. And I just wonder how much this will change how people talk about, like, you know, well, you know, like, would Thomas be crucified again going forward for talking about being The Bachelor? Yeah, I just wish 
the producers would enact some creativity to figure it out. Yeah. Because right now they're doing nothing. They're at, they're doing at, all they're doing is taping and and watching and making sure they get the sound. But like there are games to be played that would be very interesting. Like if they played a game of musical chairs, like even that and had everyone sit with someone right now, but no roses will be given out. Like so, Bachelor Pad had games. You probably never watched okay. that, but it's available. No, I never watched it. It's available on some streaming service. I can't remember which one. Maybe Disney Plus. No, Hulu. I don't know. Come on. It's available. <laughs> it's all, it's all Disney shit. But um, yeah. well, Warner owns it. Anyway, Bachelor Pad had games. And Bachelor Pad had like more of this this sort of element. Uh, Bachelor Pad was a lot more like Big Brother, basically, where it was like, we're mm. always watching. You have to do crazy shit. But it was at the mansion. So that was kind of fun. Um, That's cool. And so they need to introduce like an element of Bachelor Pad into Bachelor in Paradise, I think is kind of what you're saying. And I don't disagree. Like it's also um, Love Island has that too, where they have like challenges or whatever. And so I think that the like a lot of like, I, I think Love Island and like F-Boy Island, you know, wouldn't really exist without the bachelor and bachelor in paradise and bachelor pad. Like they're obviously inspired by them, but like now it's time to go the other way. Like take a page from the, from the books of those shows. I totally agree. And it's like, it gets frustrating. Cause you're like, this is, you know, bachelor in paradise. When you say like, this is way more relatable. Like someone showing up is uh, like every week is so relatable to swiping on a dating app. Like, the idea of like you're seeing someone, then you get a match and you go, oh, but we're kind of doing something. But this person that it's I knew funny from high school is a match, you know? Th- I think that's why Becca went. Because I was like, this is a dating app IRL for Becca. And it's probably hard for, hard yeah. for her to date because she's quasi-famous. She's been hurt. She sort of like doesn't really know like what her dating pool is. And this, this is like basically Becca going on a dating app. And I'm just like, I I respect it. I think she should be above it, but I also respect it. And she also seems like a really good friend. I liked how she comforted Natasha. I thought that was very sweet. Becca seems like a nice person. I agree. It it does. For me, it felt a little bit like someone repeating senior year because they didn't pass the senior project. (laughs) Um, But super senior. Yeah. She's a super senior. (laughs) So it's like, what are you going to do after college? I got one more year. I'm just hanging out, you know, like it has an element of that, but it's like, (laughs) it definitely, um, I like her, you know, it's not her likability doesn't change, but it's like Becca. Yeah. But it is. I I think that's a great point because it's like, why would she do this? Well, where else is she going to go? And like, you know, whoever she picks or if she finds someone, maybe they won't be her her next fiance, but it's like, got to get back out there and what better way than to do it on Paradise? Totally. What did, so, what did you think, uh, speaking of getting back out there, to go back to the beginning of the episode, kind of like sure. for forgetting, what did you think of Kendall and Joe? Like, why does Kendall come on the show anyway? Is Did Kendall come on the show to get Joe back? Like, I didn't understand that. Super confusing. I just wanted to say that since last week, I've been practicing in my head saying Joe's last name. I think I finally got it. How do you Tell say me, it? Should I, should I do it? Yeah. Amabili. I believe that's how you say it. I thought it was like Amabile, but I think it's Amabili. I've been practicing Amabili? in my head over and over since Amabili. <laughs> Joseph Anthony Amabili. Um, also, <laughs> Depart- also a departed character. Um, yeah. <laughs> Joseph, who's walking around the beach like he's a retired boxer, like he's just dressed in tattered rags. 
Callie and I love the red Adidas sandals. Love. They're just, <laughs> but Kenny has them too. We're like, are they sponsored by Adidas? Um, Maybe. What was Kendall's goal? I don't know. Maybe she had the summer open and she did think that like going back to paradise with Joe would like help them get back together. I really, I, again, I really felt for her and them in that situation. Cause it's sort of like when you end something, when you break up or break off, if it's not a serious, that's what I like to call like the end of a, a fling as a break off. Um, okay. And, and it is sort of like sad that you're just sort of like, okay, so now you're out of my life. Can't know what's going on with you. We can't talk. Like, obviously I understand why. Cause it's like too hard to move forward or confusing, blah, blah, blah. But I really felt what she was saying. She was just sort of like, I want to know what's going on with you. Slash, I'm still alone with you. That's the thing. If you want to know, you're still interested. So that's kind of the problem. But yeah, I I thought that that was actually a pretty mature conversation. He was pretty honest. He was just sort of like, you didn't consider moving to Chicago. And that's that. I I thought Joe, I, I haven't liked Joe. I thought that that guy nor, hit the nor lot. Nor have I. Yeah, he's hit the lotto. He said seven words on one episode and all of a sudden he's got a whole career. I mean, Piper and Brendan must be Preach, jealous, brother. Right. So, I, <laughs> I, in this moment, I thought he was he was pretty direct and he gave his reasons. But then it was interesting that Kendall was like, "Well, just because we move, you know, that's the only reason we broke up." And it's like that's kind of a you know not really the truth either. Like, you guys broke up because you guys were willing to give this up in exchange for the move. So, you know, it's like now that you're back, like, are you willing to move now? Cause you, this is, this was a no before. Is it a no it again? And then she's like, I would, but he said you would, you would never move for a man. And it's like, it makes it into this like personal thing and you go, okay, well maybe he didn't like that as a quality, you know? Yeah. Particularly because that's to me, the kind of thing that you say before you meet someone you really care about. And like part of a relationship is compromise. And so sometimes you thought you would never do something, but you do. And I, I don't mm. think you should just like sacrifice your career for a man or a woman or whatever. But like, there also are reasons to move with someone. It's not just necessarily for them, but with them, if you guys really care about each other. I also thought that like, I, I was expecting him to be like, you don't want to move away from your family. I don't want to move away from mine. I wasn't expecting it to be like this, like active principle that was decided ir- like irrespective to who she was dating. Like, I think that's actually kind of like, I think that's the kind of thing that you say, like after you take a couple gender studies classes in college and you're like 24 and you're just like, I will never do that. But then, then you meet someone, it changes your perspective. And I think the takeaway there then is that she didn't feel strongly enough for him, for him to change her perspective. It was very telling. I totally agree with you. That was exactly the thought in my mind. Totally. A hundred percent. Because there's nothing wrong with investing in a relationship. If you really believe in it, I mean, you know, move. And then if it doesn't work out, move back. You're not toppling the high, the patriarchy with your marriage. You yeah. Know? Like it's like, it's a, it's a weird place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it just, um, it, it just been, I think weird. It just was weird that she came back and then she stayed and then they were like sitting next to each other. I, that was another thing I was concerned, confused about the timing. I was like, when did the Joe fight happen? Ver- I mean, when did the Joe and Serena conversation happen versus like when Piper came in, like there just was a lot happening and they just, you know, they smartly, I think it was actually pretty smart, good editing, but, um, they basically, they, they basically like cleaved the episode in two. So like the first 
half was Kendall and the second half was Brendan. And that was smart, but like the Brendan stuff just blew everything else out of the water. And so I kind of like forgot to think about that. But then I, then on my like various rewatches, I was like, wait, they're still wearing the same thing. (laughs) Well, there's a reason we came out so hot being like, we got to talk about it. Like they knew what to end this episode with. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, and then next week, who knows? I mean, tomorrow it's crazy. I don't, I don't know how they'll have a more, a more electric episode than this. This was so crazy. I fully enjoyed it. I I think, I think this, the, like to me, I kept thinking like they should kick off couples that are together. Like if a couple's together, Jacoby like, and I have been go. saying this for years. When you couple up, you have to leave. If you, it's like, yeah. it's almost like, you know, coupling up to get a rose is like almost hurts the show. Like once you couple up, you should have to leave. If you're subject to, to, to breaking up, great stay. Like the Kennys of the world, the Christies of the world. We'd love to have you. But couples, just go. Well, that would be an interesting. Maybe this is the what we add to the show. Will you accept this rose? And then they accept it, and then they have to answer. Would you individually? They write down on a piece of paper. Would you accept another date if someone new showed up? And if they both right. say no, then they both go home. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so Brendan and everyone's like, Brendan and Piper, what are you still doing here? You have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it'd be like a tribal council. Like it would be Rose. Then would you date someone else that showed up? No, no. Goodbye. Here's your suitcase. There's your, uh, you know, yeah, your see ya. black SUV. I just don't know what happens to Brendan and Piper like in Bachelor Nation going forward. Like how how do the fans view them? Because I I don't feel as strongly about Piper as you do. I feel I I think that she by the end looked bad because that Instagram conversation was so brazen and stupid. But I I just thought she seemed like someone who thought she had a plan with her boyfriend and she was just being more more open. But it was kind of jarring to hear be like Brendan is my boyfriend. I'm he- I'm here to to date my boyfriend. Like that was kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean letting your boyfriend go on a show and like, I guess, I guess you would trust your boyfriend to not do too much. I mean, that's why he kissed her like in that at him and Natasha's kiss was like kissing your cousin. Like that wasn't like a kit. And then she, Natasha yeah. was like, we got a kiss. And you're like, I don't know about that one. You know? And, um, and, and he kept saying, we haven't been, in, it's not intimate. Like we weren't intimate and it's like, okay, we get it. Brandon, you didn't have sex. Thank we, you yeah, we for making it. it clear. <laughs> but again, like that's sort of like, we this, still like, hate you. Everyone is still like, there's so much emphasis on like what physicality didn't, didn't happen. It's interesting. I find it fascinating because so often like you don't get that kind of insight, but it is true. Like everyone thinks about that. I, I don't, I, I think Piper's going to be fine because people fought fo- Piper will have a lot of followers after this because for one simple fact, women follow women for their style. Like if they like their style, if they like their personality, like I don't follow a lot of dude accounts for their style. Like I'm not following Brendan to look, to learn how to wear a mock turtleneck. Like that's not like going to happen for me. And people will do that for Piper. It's true. Also, she has beautiful skin and I know she does a lot of skincare stuff on her, um, on her Instagram and she just like, it's such a pretty natural makeup. I, I really she's, liked her look. She's, I mean, she's, she's stunning. gorgeous. She's yeah, stunning. She's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 She's like, I think one of the prettiest people like to ever be on the show, to be honest. Wow. Uh, I mean, this is a good looking beach. I gotta say, I am oh, like, absolutely. The, I have been like, I am upset. Like Mari, I can't take my eyes off. Her. She's stunning. Yeah. She's stunning. Like I am like, I'm sitting there the whole time. Just being like, 
uh, like having trouble watching the show. But I, everyone in the like everyone in this season is like very hot. We know your type, Mari. Um, (laughs) I was surprised she went home so early because she was so pretty. I was like, gotta keep Mari around for longer. Just if you're Matt, like just keep her because she's pretty to look at. And there's nothing wrong with that. Plus, I like Mari. I actually really like almost everyone except for I don't dislike Joe for who he is. I just like in principle. I don't I don't like Joe. So I don't like Joe for what he's become and for what he represents. So maybe I am more like Kendall. (laughs) That's my problem with him. And I don't like Demi kind of similar, but I agree when we get authentic Demi, it's actually entertaining, but I just hate, she just sort of like is kind of sad. I have to say like her last ditch effort to have sex with Kenny was just sad. It made made me sad for her and the whole situation. Well, well, we don't like Demi for what she's been rewarded for. And that's other yeah. people being disgusting and rewarding her for, you know, like, I mean, Kenny has sex with Demi because Demi's putting it out there and that's what she gets attention for. And then she does that with her jokes. Like, you know, she, when she's reading her jokes, like, you know, yeah. like, a, like what, like the, like the bear with the, the string that you pull, you're, you go, okay, enough. But then when she's real and cool, you go, I understand why people like her. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, it, and we just don't get that a lot. Cause when she talk, cause we, then we mostly get Demi when she's talking straight into the camera and then she's yeah. like not being herself. That was another interesting thing that Piper said when she was like, I'm not getting the real Brendan. And then by the end of that conversation, she said that she had, and it's like, well, what changed? Can we please fucking see that? Like, yeah, so many questions about Brendan insane. Oh, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I really, I expected more. I didn't, but I also didn't, ex- I expected, <laughs> I didn't expect more, but I didn't expect him to sound like such an asshole. And that's why I'm, I should have known. He's so hot. He's so hot. Right. We should have known. He is a gorgeous man. That is true. He's beautiful. Universally beautiful. Jared, yeah. thank you so much for joining me to discuss this. It's just been an absolute delight. Where can we find you? Always a pleasure to hang with you, uh, Juliet. It is um, at Jared Freed on Instagram and I got 7,000 podcasts that my, that's Just why go my to his Instagram right go, now. Yeah. At Jared free. I live scream at the, you know, whatever, but this has been a blast. I, I, what an episode to be able to, I, I'm, I feel honored to talk about this episode with you. I, I, I'm so happy and you know, it worked out well. I didn't even know how explosive it would be when I asked you. So great stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jared. Talk to you soon. <laughs> 